Yeah. So Ooh. sorry. Sorry for everybody that <laughs> has ever, you know, wanted this to fail. It's not. <laughs> We're big time now, baby. A whole five dollars in a week. A whole five bucks. I mean, honestly, that's uh, that's several McChickens. Sure. You know, that's, I mean, several, maybe two, maybe two, uh, but, or like, uh, what is the, the Wendy's is always like, here's $5. Here's like 40 things. Yeah, that's true. They love doing that. Yeah. 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 So uh, Wendy's got it rolling. Yeah. So we're rich. Um, so I don't know, this could be the last pod we ever need to do. Cause we don't, you know, yeah. like the pod money is good, but <laughs> 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 the talk money may be better. Supplementary income, Spencer. We're mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, diversifying our cat. Oh God! Oh God! I diversifying like. and if you you're know not what? making it's... a million dollars a second, Spencer, what are you doing with your life? Men, I, I, what are you doing? Waking with your up life? too late. <laughs> waking up too late. Got to wake up before that sun. Um, that sun does. You know, that's rise and grind. Um, the only coffee I need to drink is hundred dollar bills, baby. Yep. 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 Blend it up, put it in my A1G green drink. <laughs> I bleed, I breathe and bleed American green, baby, on the dollar. Yeah. US, yeah. USD well, green. So, I mean, I would say congratulations to you, Danny, as the sole proprietor of the TikTok who has never had yeah. help yeah, yeah, on yeah. it at all. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I'll continue to ride these coattails all the way hey. up till $10 a week, $12 and- a week. <laughs> There's a there's a few TikTok I mean uh, podcast podcast clips that uh I don't know at least a few hundred I've followers from them through at least a few hundred followers through podcast clips for sure. Uh, Danny, I'm wearing my real nerd headphones today. Um, yeah, I was gonna say my like, ears were, my ears ones. get too warm in the Audio Technica. That makes sense. 50s, so I'm wearing my open ear, my open back. Which are basically, I mean, there's, you know, I can like do this. Yeah, yeah. Air will get through. Yeah, yeah. Um, look good. But I look like an alien. Well, it's because the band thing is so high off of your. Well, your it's head. it's comfort fit. So. What what are these again? <laughs> which ones are these? Which these ones are, are these again? The Audio Technica's. What is the actual model? It's like the ATH-AD900X Air. Audio Technica, I think we've said this before. We got to work on this naming scheme. I would say <laughs> every headphone manufacturer except Apple at this point, but also they're getting close. Uh, they need like one more variant before they're too much, but they all need to do it differently. <laughs> yeah, too many HD random number. Well, it's like Sony just released like two more levels wires. of like ones that aren't super expensive and i'm like why put like 12 numbers and that's just that is literally what they're called there's no like yeah. street yeah. name yeah it's like they them. put the the uh just like the serial number for the product I was yeah. like, yep this works yeah it's like every time i it's like oh yeah we're revealing the xm 1005s uh it's not like sony doesn't have uh like a good marketing department they market their games and movies all right yeah, they're fine at marketing. And also it's like it's not like those headphones aren't one of the biggest selling headphones every single year, but it's just also annoying for people who talk about them. Yeah, I know. I know. That's really what it's, it comes yeah, down to. It's brutal. Um 
We got we got to do uh, at some point soon. We got to finish out, actually do the Adobe Atmos thing that we promised we at the beginning of the year because we we got to stop writing <laughs> checks that our TikTok <laughs> money can't cash. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta do that soon and then we gotta do yeah. like you know like intro to audio file series or yeah. something that i mean i think it i think it was i think it's stephen king who like talks about or some author who talks about like never tell anybody anything about what you might do because <laughs> you won't <laughs> <laughs> And we're living proof, baby. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I feel like a lot of the stuff that's done well in the last month or so on the TikTok and the pod has been stuff that wasn't planned. It just yeah, we, I just did. So you're right. Creators Maybe something to that. Creators do. You know what I'm saying? Oh God. Oh God. Let's talk about tears. But well, let's this is say the, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. On. I got it. It's been oh, a while. My God. It's been it's been a few weeks. Oh my goodness. Uh, we're losing our mojo here, Spencer. Well, I think it's also I'm coming off of COVID. <laughs> oh well, that brain uh, fog. No uh, joke. COVID isn't real, Spencer. It's not that's real true. anymore. It is you, over, you so. were a COVID denier. Yeah, that's true. We always have been. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> welcome clearly. back to the DMGT podcast. I am your host, Danny, and I'm Spencer. And today on this episode of Dragon Ball Z, um. I finally convinced Goku Spencer. is still running in that cloud city for like six <laughs> more seasons. That's the only thing I remember about that era of Dragon Ball Z because I would only see it on Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, I didn't have Cartoon Network or whatever. And it was just like for like two years, every time I got the, to watch the two episodes on yeah. a Saturday morning, <laughs> I'm like, this guy is still fucking running back. I was like, is this is this just... How is this go? It was like legit two years. I swear to God, it was it's a it was a long time. And then he finally gets to King Kai's house, and it's like, okay, here's this like random puzzle. Okay, go fight Frieza now. Bye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome Frieza fight. Don't get me wrong, but I was like, I was really confused. I was like, isn't this guy like the main dude? Like, why is he just like alone, like running on? And they just check in. They're like, yep, still going. Yep, yep, yep. Every all your friends are dying down on Earth, Goku. But whatever, you're still running. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, sorry. No. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that's a that's a good tangent. Uh, speaking of dying friends, tears of the kingdom. <laughs> speaking of dying friends, uh, yeah, yeah, tears of the well, kingdom. Danny, here spoilers for Breath of the Wild. All Link, all of Link's friends are dead at the beginning of the game because he's been asleep for a hundred years, and also they died in in battle or whatever. In Breath of the uh, Wild, yes, right, right. Right, okay. right. I was Anyways, like, wait, did they did yeah. they jump again? I'm not far <laughs> enough. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I finally convinced Spencer to play a Switch game, and he's actually playing it. Apparently, allegedly, allegedly, and also actually, um, Danny, I like it. This is going to be a, a Zelda basically only episode. Oh yeah, we're only talking about that. Yeah, uh, and then the tangents therein. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> like Dragon Ball Z, um, Danny. Maybe I'll start because I think people need to understand where I'm coming from. Yeah, yeah. Because I do think we have two different journeys here with with uh, the last two Zelda games. That makes sense. So I had a Switch Lite, uh, and that was what I was playing Breath of the Wild on. And I just got so frustrated playing it without a real controller connected yeah. to a TV. 20, 30 hours in, I think I did like half of the big old 
flying things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what were those? Ancient uh, beasts? The, Legendary? Uh, the, the beasts. Yeah, the, the ancient beasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I did like two. Ha- so I was like kind of halfway-ish um, in the main quest. And then I was like, I it's really frustrating to play. I know I have my Nintendo controller, but I have a Switch Lite. I downloaded it on that. Even though I do have a normal Switch. And so for... So I like kind of didn't love Breath of the Wild. And I think a lot of it was I'm maybe aged out of handheld gaming, mm-hmm, at least mm-hmm. for something that has combat and a lot of menu fiddling. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't like you were so hyped for Tears of the Kingdom. and You love Breath yep. of the Wild. And I was like, well, I've bought a lot of games that I haven't played. So I don't know if I'm going to buy Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. But I did. Mm-hmm. And literally the text, I, I sent you a text saying, I have COVID again. And yep. then you said, looks like you got to buy Tears of the Kingdom. And I said, okay. And I did. <laughs> and I've been playing it uh, on the normal Switch, um, plugged in, um, docked, and with a controller, with the Nintendo whatever controller. And it's a much better experience. And I might even go back at some point and do Breath of the Wild. Yeah, knowing now <laughs> that it's better <laughs> without playing it handheld. Um, but uh, so like just generally like I'm not, you know, a person who was super obsessed with Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Playing Tears of the Kingdom. I'm kind of coming in cold to Zelda for, you know, pre Breath of the Wild. I think like the last one I really, yeah, really got into was Twilight Princess. OK, so, yeah, I've definitely that's where I'm at. Where are you been, at with Zelda? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Um, I didn't play Skyward Sword on the Wii, but I did play uh, Twilight Princess. So I think it's... Uh, but then, then then I did, obviously, played Breath of the Wild, <clears throat> which I really enjoyed. It didn't quite crack, like, best Zelda game ever for me. Ocarina of Time was still my number one. Um, I actually really like Majora's Mask too. Um, oh yeah, but I, I I'm like I'm like a Zelda fan. I like I'm like if uh, if there's like layers of fandom to my Nintendo franchises, it's Pokemon number one, Zelda number two, then Mario uh, number three. Uh, actually, no, sorry, uh, Metroid number three and and Mario number four. Um, okay. Metroid is, is is for sure up there, but. I, I'm like a huge fan. Um, I did love Breath of the Wild. I didn't consider it an all-time great. Um, I just like there was like that list that like GQ put out recently, and it was like Breath of the Wild was at number one. I was like, that's insane to me. That is yeah. insane to me. Yeah. It is not that good. And now that Tears of the Kingdom is out, this it, it one really, spoilers. It's it's the game that people say Breath of the Wild is. I really uh, agree with that because like, I, yeah, like so far. I legit think they fixed like everything I didn't like about Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, what didn't you like about Breath of the Wild? Because I think we might have different things we didn't like about it. Besides, like, to maybe the control scheme because you were on yeah. handheld. Um, so for me, Breath of the Wild always felt too empty. Yes, agree. for me, I feel like Hard a lot agree. of the time, I because I, like. Basically, if you're going to tell me, hey, this game is go do whatever, right? And that's like your pitch to the game. And that was 100%. That, was, one, pitch that was, was the pitch. Yeah. You can go beat Ganondorf the first second if you wanted to. You yep. can go try. That was literally um, part of the marketing. Yeah. Right. So like, so, so you get, I get into it 
And I'm like, all right, so I'm just going to, I don't know where I'm going. I'm going to go this way. And, and, uh, the thing is sometimes like all I felt like I was doing was like going to a tower cause that's what I could see. Maybe do some shrines. Yeah. Uh, but like in the in-between, I just felt like I was slogging around. Yep. yep. Um, and so like the emptiness and then I would say at least my feeling of it, I don't know if it's true or not because I don't, you know, I didn't finish it fully and whatever. But one thing that I always felt was it was almost trying to be obtuse about what you should be doing. Yeah. Um, to the yeah. point where I felt. I was being kind of accidentally, I was like screwing myself, not even realizing it because it felt so disjointed because I was trying to play it the way I thought I was supposed to play it. But then Mm -hmm. I was realizing I was like, oh, I should focus more on completing individual tasks at once as opposed to just being like, all right, I picked up a side quest. It's like this or whatever. Or I did this. And also fuck those picture ones. I hate those. Oh I my god! <laughs> Are they in tears? Because they haven't happened yet. There's I, um. There's they were so frustrating to me in Breath of the Wild. I've run into one, like literally one, um, for like something that you have to get. Like it gives you some ingredient or whatever for like a better recipe for some stat bonus. But it's like it definitely feels much less necessary. Like it's like. Uh, I get slight spoilers here. I get to a certain point in the game where, like, you're expanding the, uh, you're you're totally not a Nintendo Switch in the game, the the Pura Pad or whatever they call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like, hey, uh, part of it is like if you complete the uh, directory or whatever, the conundrinium, whatever they call it, the uh, the, <laughs> the encyclopedia, the yeah, in-game yeah, encyclopedia yeah. with photos, like you <clears throat> get something or whatever. Uh, but they literally put in like a little device where it's like, but also I already have it completed. So if you just want to buy them for rupees, you can, we can do that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so like, it's like they knew Nintendo knew it was like, all right, if you're like a completionist and want to take all these photos, you can. But if you hated that from the first game, which a lot of people apparently did, he's like, here's this feature, go farm rupees and play the game and then come back and buy all the photos to complete it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, so that was kind of, my my feelings going into it was I wonder if I'm gonna like this mm-hmm. game. The, uh, that was really, and I was skeptical that I was going to. Yeah. Um. How how far are you, Dan? Danny. I just checked. Um. So a fun fact: you need uh, after ten days of playing a game for the first time on Switch, you will start seeing the actual hours you have played. If you go to your profile, uh, I'm sixty hours in. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. After 10 days after you start playing it, yes. it'll start. To, oh, okay. I was like, wait, it'll you show have to have you. 10 days of playing the Switch for anything to show up. <laughs> like 10 full ass days. Yeah, yeah. No, um, no, no. Okay. So. Um, so, so I've completed four, uh, not four, uh, three temples. I've unlocked the entire surface and sky map. So, like, I did all the towers. Um, and I've done a little bit of the depths, the underground. Okay. So I'd say, like, story-wise, probably it feels like a little over halfway, maybe even seven, like three quarters of the way. Maybe it feels like I only have a quarter of the game left. Um, yeah. So that's how that's how far I am into it. Okay. How, how about you? Okay. Um, I have finished the first temple. Okay. 
Um, and then I've done like a dragon tier or two and some random side stuff, just okay. like kind of walking around doing things. So I'm not very far. So I still have multiple mechanics that haven't unlocked, I believe. Okay. But I, you know, I have like the major ones that were in all the marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. I think that's pretty much how I felt or where I was for up until like the last few days, I unlocked the rest of the uh, abilities. Um, I am loving this goddamn video game. You were instantly hooked. Like, yes. Like the second you got it in your hands, you were like, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm loving it. This, just the opening, uh, the way that they handled the opening section, and you brought this up uh, too, um, so I might let you take over that. It's just like it immediately, almost immediately addressed a lot of the issues that I had with Breath of the Wild, which were similar to yours. Um, I thought for a game that was like so focused on verticality in the first one, um, it was like, well, go do a bunch of shrines to expand your stamina. Otherwise, you're going to be climbing and falling forever just to yep. try to traverse the world. Ugh. And that felt very frustrating because especially since it was like mostly empty besides like a couple of stupid Koroks here or there. Um, this whoa, whoa, one whoa, whoa, immediately. Whoa. They're, 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 not, like, they're not stupid. They're, they're cute. Not stu- they're cute. <laughs> they are cute. And uh, we're on we'll torture. Get, <laughs> we'll, TikTok. We'll, <laughs> we'll get to we'll, that. We'll get into that. <laughs> Um, this one right away is like, yeah, we're just going to shoot you up in the sky and here's a bunch of tools. Start. Get over there. Yeah. Just get to the thing. Okay, cool. Here's some tools. Here's like an example of a boat you could make, but also you can kind of do whatever you want with these. And this is where it starts like almost immediately. I was like, oh, this is satisfying to solve a thing, a puzzle Mm -hmm. through its physics engine in your own way. That is the gameplay loop that is satisfying. And like right away, I was like, this is going to work. This is sustainable over a hundred hours. Yeah, yeah. And I think like um to go back to the the intro of these two games, like that was really where like you know, basically from the beginning in Tears of the Kingdom, I I, I went, Oh, okay, they thought about a player like me. Like that's really what I, I felt because very, very similar in their setup moments. Yeah. But oh, yeah. like in Breath of the Wild, you basically like see the vista and then like walk down, see the old dude. Um and and like he's like all mysterious and shit. And like that's more or less the tutorial. It yep. kind of like very it was really trying to push you into the idea of exploration. Yeah. Yeah. Um and that's I think the fault that I fell into was like I just started exploring instead of like feeling like I was in the beginning of a story. Yeah. Um, but with Breath of the Wild's opening is really, ex- it's it's insanely well done. Well paced, can be anywhere from an hour to like five hours if you wanted it to be. Yeah, I think I spent, I spent like maybe three hours just like screwing yeah. around and doing stuff. Tears and of like, the Kingdom opening, you mean? Yeah, Tears of the Kingdom. It gives you enough opportunity to test things out yes oh yeah. gives you a couple mm-hmm. moments of like oh what if i just like frivolously do some stuff here oh cool i can make a big long stick because everyone's you know you're gonna start with a big long stick yep um and then it 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 i mean when you jump what like the the title uh, sequence come on <laughs> the title sequence was come on. the music like maybe it, my f- one it's of, uh, it's a really I can't I can't say awesome. favorite yet, but it was like it was 
I remember like playing it, and Lily was like, "Oh, you spun it up. Let's 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 start it." And we were just both like, "Just this is so cool. Yeah. Just like straight up so cool." Um, I had a, a gaming flashback moment to Battlefield Four. Uh, you know, one of my touchstones. Yeah, of yeah, gaming, yeah. <laughs> uh, where me and my buddy Kyle would just fly uh, jets all the way to the top of the skybox, and then just jump and put your parachute out and then just chat for like the two and a half minutes <laughs> it would take to actually land. Yeah. Uh, and that feeling, you know, the first time I did, you do that in, in Battlefield 4, you're like almost getting vertigo because you haven't seen something look like that in a game. Yeah. And then Breath of the Wild, you're just like, oh, I feel like I'm at home. It, it, like the character feels at home. Yeah. Yeah. This feels natural. This yeah. Movement and... Oh, it's like, hey, you can jump as high as you want. As long as you land in water, you're chill. Mm -hmm. No mm -hmm. big deal. <laughs> like, we're not going to stress you out about this. Just like hit some fucking water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I really like the opening and that and that hooked me. Yeah, I, I think it was a really well done. It was, I think it's still technically like free roam and the sandbox. Like it's still very much. They doubled down on the sandbox. Uh, concept as far as like the mechanics of the actual gameplay goes right well yeah like, your first thing you really get is like you yeah. can either go up here 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 you yep. need to do all of it go ahead and choose yep but i think that's that will that's what was different this time around like here are the things you need to do go do them in whatever order you want or whenever you want and i think that slight like it's, it's uh not linear it's more of a, like here's like the guide go do the thing yeah and and it's very similar once you get to the to the ground and like they tell you all the four regions classic, you know Zelda like air fire earth and and water temples like go hit all of those which I love that they brought back to like proper temples proper temples yeah um, and it's just like the world is like it's it's still a Nintendo Switch right so it's not like it's not like Elden Ring levels of like uh, dense uh, mm. but it's still they're they, pushing the, way the density. That they they as pushed much as the they den can. density as far as they could for sure. Um, it's just so satisfying to like solve puzzles in your own way, and then also just like the the mechanic of of trying to of, like I have an idea on a thing that I want to build. Let me see if I can do it, and then the game goes like. Yeah, of course you can do it. But also, um, if you didn't think about the physics properly, you're going to get screwed, which is, leads to a bunch of hilarious moments, in my opinion. Yeah. It is maybe the most fun I've ever had at failing things. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, uh, Game Maker's Toolkit, GMTK, has some videos about, um, like, failure in video games and how to make failure more satisfying. Yeah. And, like, man, haven't he hasn't really released one on Tears of the Kingdom, which is crazy because he started with all Zelda stuff for his first like year. Um, but it's probably making balls deep in this game. <laughs> yeah. He's got to be so deep in it. He's probably just overwhelmed. Um, but making that failure fun, like there's um, an early shrine, you know, if you're kind of following the linear path a little bit where it really starts to give you some stuff, like some actual problems to solve that aren't just a to B. Mm -hmm. um, Cause the mm -hmm. first couple, First couple of shrines, or what are we? What are they called this time? Still shrines? They're still shrines, yeah. Okay. Uh, first couple of shrines, it's it's kind of like giving you the bare bones to to master the basic technique of the thing, right? Yep. It's like, and it's very clear. 
It's like, yeah, you have the thing that shoots you through the ground. That's all this temple. That's mm-hmm. all this shrine mm-hmm. is. Yes. But yes. Then I'm they start adding in some like choice there where there is some opportunities to use the through uh, the through the solid. Um, what What is it called? Uh, ascend. Ascend. Of course. Uh, so you can use ascend. But also it's like here's some hooks and here's some platforms and here's some balls that you have to figure out how to yep. how to get with you yep. to this area. And then that's when I started thinking as I'm doing it, basically, like, am I doing it the way that they expected me to do it? Or am I doing it in a novel way? Yep. Or is it both? (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, and that's the thing that's so interesting because there was there's this like the first one where you have to bring a ball um, down like two hook things and you have to jump, whatever. Uh on the last one to get it there, you have just a ton of platforms around you and like three hooks. And yeah, the thing about this railing is uh, like half of it's broken. So you can't do like a two railing system. You have to do a one railing. system. Oh, yes, 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 right? yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, OK, let me see if I can like balance this and try to do it this way, this way, this way. I was like, oh, wait, do they want me to do it this way? And then I like made like a way more complicated version of it. And then like all of them didn't work. And then finally I just like got lucky and it got over, you know? And and then I was like, <laughs> well, what, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. And then also, I don't know about you, but I still haven't gotten the reflex of the powers. So I'll just forget that they exist. No, I, the, the amount of times that I've forgotten that ascend is an ability, the For wind real? temple in particular, yeah. um, I was like, how the hell am I supposed to climb this damn pillar of, of stone? I, and I was thinking like right my head now, against Danny, the wall. I spent 30 minutes Me too. trying to like build something tall enough and then trying to use the redo time to make an elevator. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. And then I'm just now realizing, <laughs> why didn't I just use Ascend? Because I yeah. could have. <laughs> that has happened to me so many times. It's starting to happen a little bit less frequently because now I'm like conscious of like, can I just Ascend? Um but it's like I don't know. That's part of the that's part of the fun uh, to me, and, and somehow like that somehow that gameplay loop is, is satisfying. Um, you're absolutely right. I think I uh, one of my biggest issues that I had with Breath of the Wild is I thought the shrines were too repetitive. I thought they, they were, were too repetitive um, to basically just collect the things to expand your hearts and the stamina, right? But it's like you have to do them. You have yeah. to do them, just like you do in this game. Um, this this one doesn't feel like that at all, and I think it's because of the intricacies of like either building machinations to like get yourself there, or the way that they've handled puzzles in this game because of it, um, where it's not just like you like you were mentioning get to point A to point B, but it's like solve this in a unique way or solve this problem. Like this yeah. fire thing needs to hit that, but when it hits that, water turns on. So figure out a way to make you know to yeah, make the, sure yeah, that the yeah. fire doesn't turn off and like it goes there's like one I, I won't spoil too many of them but like there's one where you have to figure out how to like attach like the fire breathing things to like a fan and then you have to turn it on but like those sprinklers come on this is like that specific example that i've been thinking about yeah yeah um and then you figure out a way to like get it going so like it hits it fast enough and it doesn't have enough time for the sprinklers to set the the fire Flame, out yeah. and then it just opens the door 
And it's like, see, this is this is the stuff that is super satisfying on top of like actual in-world puzzles. Like in the overworld, there are puzzles to get to some of the shrines. And I don't feel... Breath of the Wild had a handful of those. This one is a lot more explicit in, in doing it. And it's like hammering home like this is... This is like what we're banking on, like the fun gameplay loop and, mm-hmm. and why it would work. And it works because of that intentional like world design of yeah. like, yeah, there's combat here, but also like it's not really the primary focus, which is smart because to be quite honest, combat doesn't feel par- isn't particularly like fluid like it is like in, in an Elden Ring. Um, I'd say it's com- borderline like, not it's- good. Yes, like I and that that was like one of the big reasons I did not like Breath of the Wild on top of the control scheme, like the it just didn't feel good. And then mm-hmm. the, the, they didn't fix anything combat wise, in no. my opinion, Tears of <laughs> the Kingdom, like because no. sometimes you're just like, why are you why why are you a fi- like uh, snapping me to this person? But you're not because I didn't have my shield out. You're not going to put me into shield. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, why do I have to bump the left uh, D-pad to make you know that when I'm trying to lock on with the shield button, Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I want my shield out. Like that should just be an automatic block mechanism, but <laughs> I have to make sure that I'm touching my shield first. Like that's stupid. Yeah, it's uh, or, or if you have a double handed weapon, like you have to like sheathe your weapon and then bring it out. So like, there's still some of that clunkiness there, right? All of that still exists. But the fact that now you have tools to be like, all right, all right, I'm not going to just like go straight head on into this battle. I'm going to like set up some things now that I've scoped out the camp, drop some boxes or spiky balls or whatever set up. Like as the deeper you get into this game, you start the, the tools available here to like build basically weapons of mass destruction is yeah. first of all hilarious, but also it's like okay they're, they're encouraging me to like build something to get through this encampment, and it's not just like me trying to swing my sword around because that's not the primary um, goal of the gameplay. You can technically you can do it if you like yeah. master it enough, but that's not as fun to me uh, for based on like what this game is trying to do, and they accomplished that so well. I'm constantly impressed at like how massive this damn world is and like how they the the technical team for Nintendo needs some yeah, like form of they, awards yeah. or something because how did like, they do it? How did they do it? It makes no sense. It truly um, doesn't. Like, like how is my switch not on fire? Like I, literally on fire. Yeah. I mean, I will say I do think people are underplaying how often frames drop oh no uh, frames are dropping all the time <laughs> like because e- even like like digital foundry like all of the heavy hitters that that look into that they're like it's not it's it's not bad it's only in like taxing moments of live super handing and i'm like it's every fucking time you pick up anything with the super hand <laughs> like it's no matter what you could be on a <laughs> the most boring part of this thing and it's it's tanking your frame rate um but also, what they're able to get out of it is insane. Like, it's it's truly, it's crazy. I don't know I, how they did it. I think it works. I think it, it is intense, but I think it it's not overly negatively impacting the gameplay experience because it just, like, that's such a, like, slower moment when you're, like, building things mm-hmm. um, that it's just, like, fine. I'll live with it because it's not, like, 
and even Russian yeah. to get some of this stuff, um, unless you happen to be an encampment or whatever. Um, yeah. But all of that's super cool. The story's a little bit tighter, I feel. I did all the uh, tears already, I, yeah. which is uh, so good. There's like a really cool moment with do the tears, do all the tears. I, yeah, I, I, I really think this story has a lot more clarity to it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a little more in your face, like the stakes and everyone in the world is very engaged with the story as well, which I like. Um, yes. With everyone you talk to is trying to either help you or talk to you about what you know. And I think that's a cool part of it that feels, makes it feel more alive and like the newspapers that you can like listen to the person talk and be grumpy on the newspapers and, um, you run into the journalist bird dude and all that. Soar along. He's Australian. Yeah. Yeah. See, like, <laughs> I don't like, I'm never going to know names of Zelda characters. It's just, yeah, there's yeah, too yeah. many. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe uh, there's so many. Um, but there are a couple things that are still frustrating me. Okay. Yeah. Go. If we want to do a little bit of that and then we can go back into for other sure stuff there. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of, Bumbling around in menus. 100% agree. There's so much. 100% agree. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I want to set up something fun here, but I don't really want to like bumble around with menus and putting things and sticking them and all of that. And then, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, you can snap anything to an arrow really quickly. There's no possible way we can make it that easy for anything else. Impossible. Can't do it. No possible way we could make this the same across the three things you can hold we'll just have it be really nice for one of them and then insanely stupid for the other two it makes no sense to me and it makes me frustrated so every time i have i I don't i'm not fusing stuff with my sword because they break too fucking fast and then i also have to like in battle go into my menu drop an item hit to fuse but i'm probably already defaulted to super hand because that's what i was doing before yep yep, yep. and then now mm-hmm. i'm dead because everything one shots you like <laughs> like yeah it's those things it man if they would have fixed the combat and made it a bit weightier punchier and like feel a little more quote-unquote fair like kind of the elden ring yeah thing not saying harder um but just feel like you're more engaged with it. That's the one, that's the thing that just keeps frustrating me where I'm like, the combat is kind of annoying to have to do in a game that is definitely part about. You, yeah. Combat. It's still, it's yeah. still combat. It's still combat uh, heavy. Um, I completely agree with, with that notion. I think the, um, the clunkiness in the controls is the most severe in battle when you are trying to do creative things with the items around you, with the fuse, fusing of the things, all of that. That is when it's the most clunkiest. That's where the, that's where the two systems here like really collide. It's well, not it's, quite crash and burn level, but no. it's like it, the the controls, the, specifically the controls, is where the clunkiness yeah. is. The most frustrating. I 100% agree. You can just see that there was a very clear thing that the team was interested in. Yeah. And that's what they nailed. And then they didn't touch the stuff that they weren't interested in. Um, 
And I think that, you know, they, they're now the, the news and everything about how it's like, no, it was done on its original release date. We just wanted to make sure it was super polished. So that's why we delayed it. Like yeah. basically. And I'm like, you had a whole year where it was mostly done in your opinion. And like, you didn't think like, what if we did like a couple sprints on making this combat feel a little better? Because that is yeah. one thing that people said about Breath of the Wild. Like they basically took all of the list of things people didn't love about Breath of the Wild and like made a lot of them better. But like the combat, they're like, and we'll just keep that like exactly the same. Yeah. 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 It's uh once again, not a huge fan of breakable weapons. I know Zelda fans or Breath of the Wild fans and Tears of Kingdom fans now like get up in arms when they're like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. I'm like, sure, it it's is. not. It's it not is. sure, but it's like it's still so very annoying. annoying. It's, it's still so very annoying. annoying. For someone um, that's like more casual, I'm like, <laughs> like the, the last thing I want to do is like constantly break weapons. And that just adds another moment of menu time so and, much goddamn menu time and i'm just like what what do i gain from it it's um like why the, is it there danny do you know why is it there the they tried addressing the um it's not a, it's not like a menu wheel it's like the infinite front row of scrolling to the right item that you're looking for they tried to addressing that with like the filters it's still once you get to a certain point, like straight up, them filters honestly make no sense. <laughs> it's like, oh, by fuse power, and then I'm like, wait a second. When I put this thing on this thing, that thing was way more powerful than fiftieth on this fucking scroll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they don't do a great job of also explaining like um, effectiveness of against enemy types. Actually, they do zero job of explaining that at all. Yeah. Um, which I think it adds to the aggravation. Aggravation here. Uh, you, you. I think you get to a certain point, at least for me, where I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna like prefuse a bunch of stuff before I know. Like, you know, you recognize gameplay patterns. You know, you're like you're about to get into like some fight sequences yeah. or whatever. Um, so I, I, I've done, I started doing a bunch of pre, prefusing. I like say I'm still saving my weapons, which was one of my, the the most annoying parts of of uh, Breath of the Wild for for me. Um, Saving your weapons, meaning meaning like, like hoarding many, them. Yeah, I'm hoarding them and like using the weaker stuff first because I don't want to yeah. like break my good stuff until later. It's uh, it yeah. might be a little bit of the RPG thing where it's like I gotta save all my potions because the final boss might be crazy and then I never end up using them. Yep. So yep, that yep, might yep. might be oh, a little bit yeah. me. You're um, a little. You're a little. You're a little loot sloot. <laughs> yeah, a little loot sloot. I do appreciate that they uh, the inventory management is better in this game you still have to do the corax for expanding like your shield swords and uh, yeah. bows it is better it is better it is saying better. very little though yeah yeah <laughs> still it's we're coming from like a not good like an objectively not good part of uh breath yeah. of the wild um okay so that th that's like my main criticism so far um is really just that feeling of menus the durability stuff i also it's very important to zelda to have biomes that you have to adjust your, you know, clothing for and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, I don't, I, unless it's like you're in the fire temple, you're in the ice temple, whatever you're in the water temple. When I'm just like up a kind of big ish hill, you know, that has some snow. 
I don't want to have to fucking make a dumbass recipe with freaking chilies. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, and I know eventually that becomes less of a problem because you get better gear. Yeah. But also yeah. at the beginning, I'm like, what, six, seven hours in, eight hours in. Uh, and just like, I've only found like one pair of anything. Yeah. Like, and I bought a cold thing after I was done with that area. <laughs> like, because that's when I had enough money. It's just kind of... Uh, Th- this one... Uh, those little moments frustrate me still. I think but. that this one, this one does... Uh, they lock a lot of those behind side quests, which I will say, side quests in this game, way better than Breath of the Wild. They actually feel like they're a part, they're complementary to the game as far as like the story and what's happening in the world. There's still some like silly fun ones that like, of course, like, hey, play with this kid for a little bit because dad's working or whatever. Um, and then like you just get yeah. like some money. Well, I'm down with all that kind of yeah, those yeah. kind of ones. I love yeah, that. Those are, love those the, are fun. Hey, help me hang this sign. Love yeah, that guy. Yeah, those are great. Um, but they also like are doing a lot of more like, okay, if you're gonna unlock this thing, you have to go. We're gonna we're gonna like it's opens up more of the gameplay mechanics through side quests. So they feel satisfying to do this time around. Not 100 percent of them, but like enough of them um, are important. So I like highly recommend doing just like keeping track of the side quests in that uh, lookout landing, the, the the area, kind of like home base, um, especially when you have to go down to the depths because it, you know, battery charges and all of that. Also, um, game does not do a good job of this at all. Uh, your armor starts becoming actually useful when you upgrade it and you have to go do the temples and each, each area, region, has a great fairy that you have to unlock through a pretty simple side quest in each of them and then every time you unlock that uh great fairy when you complete a temple boom upgrade your your armor sets it does materials does it, it tell th- you that at all like it <laughs> no. mentioned a fairy but i'm like i just finished the first temple and like it didn't go hey go f- find this fairy there's so many walls of text that like it's super easy to miss like i'm honestly reading my maybe 30 percent of the text oh, that yeah, i'm yeah. running countering like yeah, yeah. it's just way too much just yeah. give me voice acting and like bring it down a little bit um but that's that's that would be like one of my biggest recommendations if people are like if you're frustrated with like armor sets and like re- getting them and then like the actual utility of them like now that i'm like upgraded i've beat four uh three temples with doing none of that, and now that I've upgraded, like, oh, shoot, I'm, like, three levels behind in upgrading my armors. And now that I've done it, I'm like, oh, now I'm not getting one shot by everything. Now it's only killing, like, three hearts at a time, and, like, I'm ten hearts deep. So it's like, okay, this feels way more manageable now, mm. way more forgiving. And I'm like, okay, so, you know, I've been beating myself up, but also I've been doing it, still having fun. But it's like, okay, some of this stuff could have been slightly less frustrating if yeah. I had just done this. I, you know, like a game like this, I think like the potential next steps for, for games like this is like a dynamic helping system, you know, because like, especially with something like a Zelda game where it is everyone from eight to 80 is what they're trying to get. Right. Like they keep track of how often you're dying because they get the X on the maps Mm-hmm. why aren't they doing something where, oh, this person's died this many times before getting to this thing? What if we just, like, have an in-game moment where we tell you about these fairies because it'll probably make your life better? Yeah, because 
to be quite honest, I'm not really paying attention to the to the loading screen tips. No, no even one does. They exist, even though I'll, they exist. Hey, I'm from. I'll, I'm, I'll give you. I'll 90s. give you that out, Nintendo fans. Like <sighs> it, they exist. Those tips exist in the in the loading screen. That is uh, not a good place to put those tips. We are from the '90s. The only thing you do on a loading screen is smash the button as hard as yes. you can, as many yeah. times as you can. No matter. <laughs> I don't how care old what's I on get, the screen. I know I'm gonna just be. I'm like this will make just it real. go faster. Just it has real. to. <laughs> it has to. It never has, but maybe today. Uh, I'm not reading that shit. <laughs> no, no. So it's like, I get, I get that there's something there, but it's just like one of those, like, just put it in the game. Just put it in the game somehow. Yeah. Like, have someone, you know, qu- real quick walk up to you, say, hey, cool, you did it. Good job. By the way, I noticed that you're, you know, you haven't upgraded your armor yet. Yeah, you suck. The, the, <laughs> Come over here. The first fairy, the next fairy you have to do, because there is a, there is... In order, you have to do them in in the sense of like in the sequence that you unlock them, like based on the temple or right. area that you did. So like technically, any of them could be your first fairy. Um, so it'd just be like, cool. It's like a quick script that says, okay, you're here. You haven't unlocked any of the fairies. Hey, go to the, just, you're here. Go do that one. Yeah. The first temple that you beat. Uh, you get better, you know, reward for your armors just for survival or whatever. Like it's it, something like that. Yeah, I and, and I think like stuff like that because you know I think the like when we were talking early on with Elden Ring, it's like what are the lessons that will be learned from Elden Ring? Yep. Um, same thing with with Tears of the Kingdom, uh, because I do think like a lot of the ideas of Breath of the Wild has start to permeate through other open world games. Like, yeah, yeah. Obviously, Elden Ring took that influence for sure. For sure. From software, it. But, you know, it's the what they're going to take. And I, you know, every time you hope it, they take the good, the good and they they look at it from an actual standpoint of gameplay versus the thing it is. Yep. <clears throat> but, you know, stuff like that, like giving a little more indication for players and helping players succeed, I do think could be a great addition to this style of open world, um, because one thing that stressed me out about starting Tears of the Kingdom was this fuse super hand mechanic. Because for me, I've never really been a build stuff gamer. Yeah. Like I never really did any of the city stuff, uh, Sims, any Minecraft, like Fortnite, like all of those things where building becomes a mechanic that's important or the whole game. I've never really done those. And like part of me was worried picking up Tears of the Kingdom that like that's fair. My yeah. brain wasn't gonna stretch the way that it needed me to to create things to solve these problems or these puzzles. Um and I'm sure that there's people that are much less into games that are playing this game. And I do think it, kind of an underserved population of a huge AAA title like this. Um I think there there could be more accessibility. Also, any accessibility features. <laughs> like, it's insane yeah. how little you can adjust in um, this game. Accessibility might be, I think, the actual, like, if I had, like, any one thing that needs to be fixed, accessibility is, like, everything else is more down to preference, um, like, so as yeah. far as, like, breakable weapons and all of that shit. Um, accessibility, I think, is it's, maybe the biggest one. It's just, it, it's, it's just it's, the, just like it's, remapping actions on buttons is I, 
cannot like, believe bare bones requirement for games as far as accessibility goes like not even just from like yeah. a this is better for me and like i'm more comfortable with like my jump button not being the top button on the damn controller that's like, the one that thing is, you can change oh right and it's but, actually if you change it it's even worse <laughs> <laughs> because because how be, just because the way that buttons are mapped to different actions when you're holding on the left trigger all of that like that's the stuff where it gets like tricky and like that i think that's why it's it's structured the way it is um but like things like that it's like not even just from a preference standpoint but from like an actual accessibility thing like well if i'm a gamer with disabilities like i'm kind of shit out of luck if like this is like a hard thing for me to do yeah you know like yeah it's 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 really insane to me that. To be fair, Elden Ring was also uh, pretty true. Uh, flagrant. Uh, yeah. True, but it, it it's yeah. weird that Nintendo, which is really making the system for everyone, including everyone, gamers, right. mm-hmm. like specifically, they they go after that they market. Refuse, about everything. They refuse to they just do this. refuse to do any accessibility. Where you know it is almost unheard of at this point for like a AAA sony game to not have yep an insane depth of accessibility and a lot of them have things like a hint system like Mm -hmm. you know to like give you a nudge if the game feels like you've been listless for 20 minutes (laughs) like if you can't solve the puzzle like you know and i i do think i wish i saw those for this game because i'm thinking like you know my sister who plays all Zelda, every Zelda game and is a gamer, but like, you know, sometimes you might skip a whole generation of games. If you're that kind of gamer and just not having anything to make it easier to play or even like something like, Hey, uh, reduce the, the you know, reduce the impact of the environment on your person, reduce the damage or the, degradation of your weapons by like x percent so it lasts a little bit longer like those things those things would not be hard to implement and they also don't like necessarily negatively impact the vision of the game and what they're trying to accomplish um i think real quick to like loop back around to yeah yeah go i'm sorry i just there is i don't know what the point is of the weapons breaking like like it's 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 I know what the answer is and I don't like so the answer. So you use more weapons? The answer is to but encourage the different same. weapon combinations. They're all the same. So like, it's my, not like they have a unique move set. No. It's like uh, no. either, okay. you, poke, either yes. you poke, you swing, 100%. or you swing slow. 100%. And my and my counter argument to that, because I, I hear that all the time from people like, hey, it's supposed to encourage different gameplay styles and stuff. Like, first of all, there aren't that like it's not actually that complex for different gameplay styles. Yeah. Oh, one second has wind. All, second of <laughs> all, the way you do that is through better enemy and level design. You encourage so, that through different enemy design. Yeah. So a um, there are a handful of examples that they do well with this, right? So it's like um, a stone enemy or some uh, an enemy with like stone armor. Like, will only be impacted if you have, like, a hammer-type weapon. So, like, if you attach a boulder or something blunt to actually break stone. Right. Like, the, the, game's, like the game at the beginning, of the, it tells you that. Like, hey, that's actually a, uh, you know, ore you have to mine, but you only have, you can only break it down with, like, blunt weapons. Like, right. It's the, the equivalent of its pickaxe. 
That's how you encourage different gameplay mechanics uh, or different gameplay styles. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, I think, is the best example in recent memory that handled this well with their stances. You mm-hmm. could still technically be enemies with any of them, but it, you actually performed best when you swapped stances. And the gameplay loop encouraged that as you ran into different enemies. I think f- in recent memory, that is by far the best implementation. Like, that is yeah. how you encourage different weapons and different game styles. Yeah, I mean, yeah, even with, like, Elden Ring, like, you have so many different weapons that may have relatively similar animations, but also much more varied animations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's like, depending on how you're building your character, it's it's like these elements of the RPG part of Zelda. Yeah. That it sometimes feel like they, they don't want to stray too far from it. But then also sometimes when they do like this weapon system, like, cause if we're Ocarina of time, those weapons didn't break, right? No. Right. And, and so it's, it's not like it's a absolute bedrock of, the Zelda franchise that weapons break. It's like a new thing. It's Breath of the Wild. That's when it started, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's like um, degradation has been a thing for for a long time in gaming. But like, you don't lose the weapon. You like you retain your weapon with whatever you know skill set or ability it has attached to it. Like some are better, like flurry attacks when you do the dodge, right, right. or whatever. Like you don't lose the weapon. You just can't use it. Like, hey, go repair it. And use yeah. the materials from the world. Go repair it. Like uh, also, Diablo 4, like we're running into that. Yeah. Um, it's like, okay, cool. Repair the weapon. But you get to keep the weapon. So it doesn't, you don't feel, here's the thing. They even give you, you materials. You can't like, punish players for playing the game. And I feel like breaking weapons, yeah. especially when you have something that you like, and then it breaks, it feels like you punish that player for using the, you finding a thing that they liked. And also, who's building a bow that breaks in three uses. That's a it's just like why why are those every bow? Who's making they the break, bows? They break pretty fast. They break pretty fast. Especially um, when you're like, oh hey, this entire temple boss fight, it's all arrows, baby. You better have oh, as man, many the most as you can. Thing is running running out of arrows when uh and with the boss fight that like you gotta have an arrow. It's just like and then I'm like, oh well, usually in a game. When you, when you have to use a weapon, they're going to, like, make sure you got it. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> it's just like, uh, like, we're, just gonna, like we're just going to spawn arrows. some right here. We're just yeah. going to spawn some arrows right here. Like, stuff like, like that. I'm, it's, like, breaking boxes, and I'm like, all right, you give me one more arrow? All right, well, I guess I just have to leave. <laughs> I, I swear to God, people, I, I'm loving this game. Like, truly loving this game. I think these are some just, some of just the annoyances that I'm running into. I... I do firmly believe, and I don't know, Spencer, how you feel about it, but like I do firmly believe this is the game people say Breath of the Wild is. Like it's actually that one because all of the other things do make up for yeah. the annoyances because yes. I still want to go back and play it. Yeah, no, this game is like easily the best game so far this year for me. Oh, that it's I've, not even that close. I've really gotten into. It's yeah, it's, it's not, not close. even close. Um, and also, we haven't even touched on one thing I wanted to. Uh, this is the best Zelda music. Uh, they, they, I think they, they ambient wise, did, they, they did have, something they, different they from Breath them. of the Wild. I think it filled it in a little bit more. I do really like the music. The, um, ah, man, it's just so good. It's just so good. Uh, it is. There are moments of pure, like video game Zen that you get with this game. And that's like, 
when you know Elden Ring does it and some games like uh uh Red Dead Redemption 2 those moments where you're not really doing much like it nails the vibe it has yeah immaculate vibes I think the music is really well made um I've played with headphones on once and the the sound design not quite as high on it's as far fine. as like it's yeah. fine I mean as far, it, as, far it, as you know when you're doing things and interacting the world with the world is is fine. The music itself and the composition of the music and the dynamic composition, like phenomenal, it's really beautiful, phenomenal, really good. Um, yeah, it's just one of those where it's like to kind of real, real quick loop back to like what the right lessons are. It's just for me is like it's not just like crafting, and that's not what's making this game work. What's for so many people, it's and it's not just doing dumb stuff, right? Which <laughs> sticking things the, together, yeah, it's the flexibility of approaching a situation how you see fit based on the tools that they have the game has provided you yep and the, that, the, the more i've been playing it like remember that clip i sent you like uh the skill up video where yeah it was like the the first like three minutes and he was like this is like a compliment like a it's a complimentary game to elden ring where it's like both of these games are approaching open worlds in a similar fashion or or with a similar objective rather but they're doing it in different with different methods Mm -hmm. elden ring was much more like see that thing that's interesting over there probably go investigate that because we're going to reward you with things that are necessary for your quest but also the gameplay loop that is satisfying is mastering your combat breath of the wild is more like the satisfying loop is like approaching a challenge in your way Mm. whereas like you are probably solving things in shrines and in the world differently than i am but they're both working and they both feel satisfying because you are the one that figured it out. And it wasn't the game saying like, yes, technically there's like a intended solution to this. But like if you figure it out a different way, cool. We encourage that too. Yeah. That is what's making this game work. Not the crafting itself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, like, you know, it's the the, the wrong, I mean, it, the wrong lessons are going to be taken for Always. a majority Always. of the games. Uh, like, and it's going to make like already arduous games like that much worse like imagine the next freaking assassin's creed like it's like it's gonna be like yeah you can like stick stuff together and but also we didn't we didn't actually play tears of the kingdom we just <laughs> we knew you liked that so yeah now yeah. you can stick stuff together um it's, uh... it's gonna be interesting to see the failures of the influence of this game but i also am very excited to see like a couple years down the road what developer is going to take the right lessons like Elden Ring did from yes. Breath of the Wild and apply it to, you know, like something just a, a little couple notches away from from a Zelda game as yeah. opposed to trying to, you know, like a, uh, what is that fun Zelda ripoff for PlayStation, the Greek God ones? Oh, um, um, Phoenix? Phoenix Mortals Rising. Rising. Yeah, Mortals Rising. Good game. It is basically taking the Breath of the Wild ideals and then just making it much more easy to get into and much more linear. And like that game, I completed. And I didn't complete Breath of the Wild because it was basically like, here's all the mechanics Breath of the Wild has, but like you're not going to have to just like climb the entire fucking game. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have a little more fun. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, than just climbing. It's... um. 
it's a good game. It's just a good game. I think like imagine like this one head to head with Elden Ring last year. It's like would have been crazy. Like and people thought like uh, God of War Ragnarok was close. It wasn't actually that close. I I loved Ragnarok. Um, this you, this is going to be tough to beat. It's going to be tough to beat this year. This year, yeah, yeah. this year for sure. Um, it was it was extreme. It's extremely enjoyable. Like I've been wanting to play it more than I've been able to. Like which is always yeah. a good. That's a, that's a great sign. Yeah. Um, and I really want to get into the the dang. Depths. I'm excited for the depths. I I've still uh, I've still I've explored it a, a, not a ton. Just I've I've started to like wet my toes because I had to like do a couple of mission things down there. Um, have you found like any um, old map markers? No. That just I like drop an X down there. Okay, so those those are fun. Uh, they actually. Oh, you mean like things. the where you like that person you meet who's like there's like good shit here. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, um, I saw one of them, and then like I got absolutely trounced like ten times in a row. So I was like, I shouldn't. I'm not supposed to go here yet. <laughs> it's scary down there. It's scary down there. Uh, but it's fun. I think they're the way that that works. It's like all of the light root things that like you know light up the area are tied directly one to one to their map location to their surface location of the shrines. I, so you 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 know what that means yeah, uh, when that, you when you start dumping stuff down there. Um, <laughs> But it's good. Uh, yeah, unless like, I don't know when the last time a Final Fantasy game was like actually in real contention for a game of the year. Um, apparently, they're like really switching up the formula this time around. So maybe I'm personally yeah. excited for that one, but I don't know. Uh, I just don't know how much Spider-Man 2 is going to change from Spider-Man 1 to like really make this a competition. Especially with Miles Morales as like kind of the bridge. Like it, right, right. I'm excited for that game. It's oh, me too. Me really too. Fun. It's going to be great. But I mean, Diablo 4, it's too divisive already, I would say. Yeah, yeah. But also uh, Diablo fans are the ones playing the beta and they're fickle at, yes, uh, at, yes. at best yeah. um and then like i don't really unless starfield somehow defies all odds and like is like a massive so. hit i don't think it will like xbox and Bethesda are not having a good time i you can't trust them right now yeah i just don't know what else is coming out this year like that'll that'll do it this this feels like the culmination of the true vision that this Nintendo team had for Breath of the Wild, and like now this is the actual game. This is the game. Um, yeah, and and it's frustrating to like, yeah, yeah. It's like Breath of the Wild feels like a beta compared to this. Like, yes, because Breath of the Wild wasn't as good as you remember, or you all keep saying it is. It's good. I love it, but it's not. It is not S tier. I'm sorry. It is not. Yeah, I, I really, I I really agree with you. And, and like honestly, this is a. It's a very controversial thing that we're saying. Oh yeah, uh, but now, but now, Tears of the Kingdom for me is handedly S tier. Now, if if someone came up to me and was like, "Which was your favorite Zelda game?" I'm like, uh, "Tears of the Kingdom might get like some real consideration here now." Like, it's like I it mean, is, yeah, like I have to finish it, of course, but like I'm having so much fun with this. Um, torture more Koroks. The <laughs> now the amount of know, people torturing Koroks is hilarious. This and is also very dark. I mean, this is the thing that I think is currently like this is like my hallmark of how good is this game really? And and how big is this game in like the impact to to gamers? And like this game already has that. And there's going to be yep. like, that's just that's that's a never ending. Oh, Th no. that will be yeah, fruitful it's... and funny forever. 
Yeah. But then it reminds me of like, you know, we're over a year into Elden Ring and like this, the new thing in Elden Ring is to see how stupid you can kill the tree sentinel. Like what's the <laughs> dumbest way you can like, like one guy's like, yeah. the only thing I'm using is pots, like just throwing pots at the tree sentinel until he dies. Like, and, and like, that's a, over a year into this game. That's a new kind of meme that's coming. Yeah. And like, I'm just excited to see all of the fun that the community has, because I really do think like when that happens, that is the true mark of a game that is giving the players choice, that is giving the players creativity. Yeah. That's letting yep. them take advantage of their imagination. Like even in, you know, Elden Ring more linear and like you can really just beat things up. But still, there's so much variance in that yeah, idea. Yeah. And then you have Tears of the Kingdom. Like, people are eventually going to get bored of the, you know, the torture stuff. And they're going to probably create like a village of Koroks and like build an entire huge thing and like set them all in specific places <laughs> and have like a menagerie. Uh, I'm sure. Like, that's yeah. also basically in the sky. Like, you know, like people are going to go nuts, you know, it's, give uh, someone six months. It's gonna be like a replica of like like New York City in the, Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> not not even just like the torture stuff, um, which is funny, but also just like the the machinery, the like straight up machinery that people are already building. It's ba it's barely been two weeks. It hasn't even been two weeks since this game launched. It's yeah, it's people are gonna do things I, where I, it's like the game's gonna become sentient at some point. <laughs> like, I do I do think I do think some I would. I am for right now officially on the podcast and to you, I am willing to put down money that someone's going to break, like literally brick their switch because they tried to do something a little too complex with yeah. machinery. I wonder if there is a limit like, of how much you can fuse. We haven't hit it yet. <laughs> I don't think we've hit it. Like, can you do 600 trees? I don't know. Someone made a really, 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 really like, like like a thirty long, thirty thirty log long, super long log. Because yeah, super log. Super log. They made a thirty log super log to like ascend, <laughs> strictly just to ascend, and it's like you can't even see it at the top on the screen anymore because it's so damn tall. It's past but the they draw like distance. held it up. They <laughs> held it up, and like boom, that's how he shot all the way up to the sky without Man. a tower. I didn't. Even, I was I like, see never, this. I would never so think dumb. to do it. I would never think to do it. And the, and like so the funny. amount of time it took, like it, you would have gotten to wherever you wanted to get to faster just by the other means. Yeah. But just the fact that the game's like, yeah, fine, sure, do it. Yeah. You only had probably only needed to use like fifty axes <laughs> to get those thirty trees cut. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, <laughs> just keep hammering that home. No one. Yeah. I mean, it that. really frustrates me because uh, <laughs> I'm like, it, it just. It brings me the, no joy. <laughs> the uh, fusing didn't all, doesn't all also it doesn't always um, like restore the weapon, and sometimes it just breaks the whole thing. Because like I thought maybe I misinterpreted something, but I thought like if you fuse a weapon, it's slightly just the, just the attachment breaks off, and when it breaks, nope, it's your full weapon. And I thought it was just the attachment, so I can like keep fusing other things to it. I would have preferred oh, that. Yeah, that would have yes, yes, yeah, because. It also seems to imply that that's the way it works. Right, right. Or at least in uh, my reading of skipping the the the, the tips. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's good. I'm loving it. I'm having a great time. 
Um, yeah, it's like people are like, oh, Hogwarts is a real contender. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Trash. It truly is not. Trash game. Um, Hogwarts yeah, Legacy. It's mid as hell. It's mid as hell. Hogwarts um, Legacy is a bad game. It's bad. It's a bad game. I, and I'm saying that so you can use it, Danny. <laughs> An 84 on meta, meta, Metacritic is still feels high. This that should is, be a 77 is, max. Yes. This is, to me, it's a no better than three out of five. Mm-hmm. Fun enough time, but it was like, mm, it's getting hyped up just because it's a Harry Potter game, not because it's like a, that good of an open world game. It's a bad open world game, and it's a mediocre Harry Potter game. <laughs> there you have it, folks. That's a clip. Honestly, that's a clip. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom forever, baby. Okay, that's that's the episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.